When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Whatever News. The only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. And we don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it. Made my mistakes, but it's time to go. Okay, people, and before we continue, in case you don't know, I got an album out right now, The Rise of Tim Roosevelt, out on all streaming platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, all the goods, iTunes, check it out. Got records like Day Ones, got records like Mistakes, and many more. I super appreciate all your support. Let's get into the stories, but yeah, don't forget The Rise of Tim Roosevelt. And first story on the docket, there is a new trailer for the upcoming season or, well, the upcoming episodes of the current season of Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2. In particular, the arc that many people have been excited for, passionate for, and waiting for, the Shibuya Incident Arc. Haikia feels like it's been forever of waiting for this bad boy. And in case you don't know, because, yeah, there's been a bit of a break for the Jujutsu Kaisen anime. I mean, technically, these episodes have been coming out i think like took a week off and there's like some comedic episodes or recaps but yeah it hasn't really been progressing into the arc just yet that people want but we got a new trailer it says here jujutsu kaisen tv anime season 2 new pv series will start broadcasting the shibuya incident arc on august 31st 2023 and then there's also a new key visual for jujutsu kaisen season 2 and uh yeah it has yuji it has gojo on the bottom it just got you know a wide variety of the cast of Jujutsu Kaisen characters and I'm <laughs> very very hyped for this stuff because yeah Jujutsu Kaisen the Shibuya incident arc is gonna be fire matter of fact you know what let's take a look and uh talk about it the uh trailer because I have it right here okay so these backgrounds is looking looking good <laughs> good backgrounds again this is to signify Shibuya is about to get crazy let's go hey the man of the hour Ooh, that music Yo, Mahito, let's go. God, the art and animation is so freaking gorgeous on this. Nanami, Gojo. Oh my God, this music though. And the art and animation, this looks like a movie. And this is just a season. What the hell? Hey, Joko. Yo, it's getting crazy. High key, this art and animation is just beyond top tier. Look at the movement, the fluidity. My God, let's go. Nobara, Yuji. Oh, talk about just epicness, greatness. Oh, wait, more. Oh, snap. That was 
that looked like a little bit of Sukuna taking over Yuji. High key, because in case you don't know, they switched the art style for Jujutsu Kaisen for this latest season. Like, it's not the same exact art style that season one encompassed, and it looks like it complements it very well. Because that trailer, it looked beautiful, gorgeous. Again, the fluidity of the animation is just like MAPPA made sure that they understand Jujutsu Kaisen is one of the highest selling manga right now. Like, behind One Piece, nothing debuts higher than Jujutsu Kaisen and from everything I see and we report on these bad boys every freaking week on the sales nothing tops Jujutsu Kaisen minus one piece which is crazy to say because it's only been around what five years or so it's like it's nuts but this trailer for the Shibuya incident arc a lot of people are saying it and I'm gonna stand on as well that this is going to be if they you know if everything in this trailer is legit on how we're or what we're to expect from this this is might be a classic arc in shonen anime because it looks beautiful i've read the story i know the crazy and insanity that is to come and just in general you could tell too that they're making sure with these couple of weeks of not really you know diving further into the episodes of like giving you more content it's like yeah they, they're putting in the works to deliver and an incredible trailer the music in the background too is freaking fire it's like Studio Mappa, you know what I'm saying? Studio Mappa, when they're putting it and they ha- when they have the time and they're putting in their all, they bring forth nothing but absolute greatness. You could argue that, you know, Attack on Titan, because of the scheduling and stuff like that, uh, there was times where maybe you didn't like certain CGI elements, although the latest special of Attack on Titan was freaking flawless, in my opinion. Vinland Saga, in comparison to Season 1, Vinland Saga probably isn't at that tier, but it still all looks amazing. And then Jujutsu Kaisen is an example of when they have the time, when they're allowed to work on this thing for a stretch just incredible this trailer looks amazing joe go go joe everybody is just going ham let's go yeah people that's jujutsu kaisen's shibuya incident arc trailer for season two august 31st is about to be fuego flames moving forward in case you don't know there's been a naruto storm game that's been announced for quite a while naruto x boruto ultimate ninja storm connections i believe it's very very long name but high key i've been wondering and a lot of people have been wondering okay for starters when's the release date i have the release date right here also what else is to come from this game because we know that it's going to be that you're going to be able to play through all of the storm games but also what are the new aspects to this thing right like that's one of the big things like people don't just want to play through storms one through four people want to actually get new content and this new trailer that they just dropped with this new information with the release date it's about to be hype let's take a read naruto x boruto ultimate ninja storm connections game trailer reveals three characters and a november 17th launch and i will 110 percent say that this was a very very smart decision on their half like i'm willing to bet that they probably initially wanted to drop in october because historically usually naruto games drop between like september and october they probably pushed it to november mainly because spider-man was coming and i don't think that they wanted to compete in any form of fashion with spider-man because i can tell you right now spoiler alert as much as i'm hyped for this game it would have lost <laughs> big time and it would have taken away sales i think november 17th is a great release date it's like a week before black friday when everybody's gonna run out there and you know buy all sorts of stuff so that'll be on probably a christmas list for a lot of people a lot of adults i would say i'm not even gonna just say kids like a lot of people's wish list for christmas they're gonna want that naruto storm game it's out november 17th a week before black friday 
people are going to pick up this game. But we got a little more info. It says here, Bandai Namco Entertainment America began streaming on Monday a trailer for Naruto X Boruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections game. And it reveals that the game will launch for PS5, PS4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and Xbox Series XS on November 17th. Details for the PC via Steam release will be announced at a later date. The video also reveals three new playable characters, including Delta, Boro, and Kashinkoji of the Kara Society. There is a season pass that adds five new playable characters after launch. The game is getting digital deluxe and ultimate editions. The deluxe edition includes a season pass and an exclusive maskless costume for Kakashi. The ultimate edition features everything in the deluxe edition plus five new costumes and two costume accessories. There is also a physical collector's edition and a premium collector's edition. I would want the physical, I'm not gonna lie. The former includes a steelbook case, a collector's box, and an exclusive Naruto and Sasuke figurine set themed after the anime's 20th anniversary. The latter includes all the other versions features as well as six cards and a scroll with original artwork of all fighters created by Studio Piro. Pre-orders include costumes for Naruto and Sasuke. Players who own both this game and the Naruto to Boruto Shinobi Striker game on the same platform get bonus costumes as well. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. Like why are they putting uh, Shinobi Striker involved in this? Oh no. Uh, the game will launch in Japan on November 16th. In addition to 124 characters from previous games, the new game will include new playable ninja such as Ashura and Indra. The game will also feature Naruto Uzumaki in his Baria mode and Sasuke Uchiha supporting Kage. The game introduces the original characters Nanashi and Murs. And Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 game arrived on PS4, Xbox One, and PC in Nor- North America and Japan in February 2016. So the last true addition to this game i know they had the road to Boruto game but the last true addition to this game was seven years ago 2016 so it's interesting to see that you know uh, we're getting a lot with this one and also you know what since i got you here let's take a look at the trailer together as well we got this storm connections trailer right here baby they don't know that i'm about to look up and find the trailer i don't really have it right here right now 20th anniversary i commend you on getting this far okay playtime is over Hey, showing everything you love from the previous games, of course. I'll show you the vast gulf in our power. Hey, Jigen, Koji, Kara. Now you learn what it means to oppose the Kara. Delta, Hokage, and now you get destroyed either way. Yo, oh my God, Delta is no joke. Look at that projectile. Okay, Boro. I ain't gonna lie, I'm not the biggest Boro fan. But hells yeah, to be able to recreate that Boruto versus Boro fight, I'm here for it. Where's the fight in you? Let's go. This is what I. Kashin Koji, let's go. Jiraiya-san! You weren't skilled enough to go against me. Yo, why does the gameplay look so smooth? Wow. The gameplay looks so smooth. The time has come to bid you farewell. Look at them. I would have loved to see more like Kara team ups in the actual anime and manga. Because this looks cool. Summoning true flames. Yo! Feel the power of the Kara. That was awesome. People been saying, yo, we want new. Look right there. They got a little roster right there. Let me pause it. We got, uh, is that Ashura, Koji, Boro, Delta, Jigen, Bariamo, Naruto, support or Hokage, support Sasuke, Kawaki, a new Boruto, and Indra, I think. Or I think I did that backwards. I think the first one was Indra, and that's Ashura. 
But yeah, over 130 ninjas playable. Available 11, 17, 20, 23. Oh man, and hold on, let me just fast forward to Okay, so the standard edition comes with three exclusive costumes if you pre-order And again, they got it on all systems I'm not a fan of the box art, I'm gonna be honest Digital editions, I ain't worried about digital editions I want that physical collector's edition Look at that, the Naruto and Sasuke statues The box looks sick The steel case looks sick Special reversible inlay High key, I don't know, man. I might have... Oh, the premium collector's edition. I'm having a nerd boner. No, let me start. Collectible cards. Oh, I want it. I think it's like 200 for this, if I'm not mistaken. USD is like 199 USD. Kobandai, why must you challenge my pockets? It looks great. But yeah, people, that is Naruto X Boruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections first trailer. It looks good. I'm excited for it. And I just can't wait to get my hands on this game. The gameplay looks smooth. The trailer showing all these new characters. It is indeed about to be hypeth. Yeah. <laughs> okay, people. Moving forward. According to the unofficial Weekly Shonen Jump account, it says here, Naruto TV anime new animation will be revealing its latest information next week in Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 40. Series special will go live for a total of four consecutive episodes and starts broadcast on September 3rd, 2023, which next week will yeah be right before September. So next week we'll learn more about what story we're in store for, what it's going to look like. Hopefully they drop you know a full-blown trailer at this particular point giving us an idea at the very least of like what can we expect is it going to be like remakes of the stories we already know and love is it going to be some new original stories written by kishimoto that would be fantastic uh whatever it is you know we gonna be eating because naruto fans getting some new og naruto anime where they do that at I'm hype as hell for it. Let's freaking go. And yeah, I wish it was this week that we got the information. But they're probably going to, you know, ride a hype wave from next week on of like, yo, this is what's happening. And then boom, here's the episodes. And I'm here for it, bro. Naruto, let's go. Naruto fans, we got Storm Connections. We got new Naruto anime. We got the Boruto time skip. It's a Naruto renaissance, baby. Moving forward, uh, just another word about some info to come from Shonen Jump. Jump Fest of 2024 will be publishing its latest information next week in Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 40. And I'm going to throw in a guess that in that Jump Festa, we might see maybe the return of the Boruto anime. That's a possibility. Definitely think we're going to get more of a show case of some demon slayer stuff to come which we'll talk about in a separate story of what's seemingly happening with demon slayer's anime moving forward jujutsu kaisen i don't think we'll really get much other than more of a showcase of this season two or kind of i guess at that point since it'll be technically almost over maybe like just a final hoorah about season two of jujutsu kaisen one piece i'm not expecting much maybe like i don't know a video game announcement is possible the leech probably a preview at that particular point for the next season or just word from kubo about what's to come for the next season of bleach and as far as like what's in oh we We'll more than likely get Sakamoto Days announcement or trailer showcasing of the upcoming Sakamoto Days anime. I could definitely see that happening. I'm trying to think of what's really in Shonen Jump that is like of, you know, interest to people. But, you know, it's, it's slim pickings nowadays. Maybe a word about Black Clover at that particular point. Even though it's in Jump Giga, um, you know, it still has a, a fan base. Probably more of a showcasing of My Hero Academia's upcoming movie. And the upcoming season of My Hero, maybe we'll get a little bit more of a tease on that end. 
But yeah, wow, Shonen Jump for newbies. There's not a lot jumping off the pages. Chainsaw Man, they might be like Chainsaw Man season two updates of coming from there. I could see that happening and that movie that is supposed to be happening as well. Yeah, maybe more Undead Unluck anime. At that point, I think we'll be like 12 episodes deep. So we'll probably get Undead Unluck anime info or something. But I don't know. Uh, let me know, I guess, what you're looking forward to the most out of. Uh, Jump Festa 2024 because this definitely sounds like it's going to be possibly a decent one but I'm nowhere near as excited as I've been in previous years because it's just like not that much especially for newcomers that it's like yeah I can't wait like Dawn to Dawn I guess that would be kind of dope if they dropped the trailer for the upcoming Dawn to Dawn anime like yeah give me that but I don't know let me know moving forward now this has not been officially confirmed but i've been seeing this all around people have been sending it to me so i figured let's talk about it um that apparently demon slayer's infinity fortress arc will reportedly be adapted into a trilogy movie that they're basically looking to make the infinity fortress arc into three movies again if this is 100 legit for starters, <laughs> Studio Ufotable is 110% going for that bag. They understand that fans were, and I'll be honest with you, I'm included. We were disappointed when we went to the theaters this time around for Demon Slayer for, what was it, the recap of Season 2's last couple episodes and the first episode of the Swordsmith Village arc. Like, that wasn't a really dope movie theater experience by any means. I ain't gonna lie. It was cool and whatnot, but it really wasn't the greatest thing. So, them understanding the money that the movie Mugen Train movie made this time around. They're like, okay, we can't really milk it with these episode thingy majigs because people are going to get pissed. So let's just turn a full-blown arc into three movies. Again, if this is indeed true, because I think we're supposed to, before that, we're supposed to have like the Hashira training arc. And then it goes into this, which the Hashira training arc is only going to be like a handful of episodes. Those chapters, there's not that many chapters for this one. So then going into a, a Demon Slayer Infinity Fortress arc being three movies, how long is it going to take for these movies to come out? I'm imagining like it'll be maybe uh every three to six months because it's not like they're gonna drop three movies at once so this is 110 ufotable going for the quote-unquote milk uh for demon sayer because yeah it makes a crap ton of money and mugen train is one of the biggest and highest selling i think it might be the highest selling japanese film in history like it was one of the biggest selling movies of its year it's one of the biggest selling movies in japanese history of all time and that's why they're gonna go for it again we're like yo we can make three more movies it's gonna take forever <laughs> for the demon sayer anime to finish its adaptation between all these movies that they're doing these small little episode drops for the seasons like I get it that, you know, it, it takes time to put these things together. These are very big, high-quality productions. But, geez, Louise, like, I don't know, man. Part of me is like, I don't want to say, did we ask for this? Because I'm sure it's going to look great. But, damn, dog, Demon Slayer manga ended back in, what was it, in 2020, I think, right? It was like early 2020 that the Demon Slayer manga ended. And here we are, 2023, hearing about three movies for the Infinity Fortress arc, which could take how long let's just say they do it within six months to a year that's still a lengthy amount of time anywhere for from a year and a half to three years to get these films i i don't know let me know what you guys think about this part of me is like hey it's gonna look great but god damn I, they, they want you to be with demon slayer for the rest of your life even though the manga ended a million years ago you know what i'm saying like they they milking this bad boy hardcore again assuming that this is true this Reports been going crazy everywhere. A lot of people have been saying it's confirmed, it's confirmed, but it hasn't been officially released yet. This could be Ufotable checking out like, well, let's see what people have to say about this before we move forward with executing one hell of a plan.
I mean, yeah, it's gonna be crazy if they go this route, but fans is gonna support it regardless because it's Demon Slayer. Affordable has killed it in terms of making it gorgeous. And yeah, we might be getting at least three more movies on top of the small little Hashira training arc. Yay. Moving forward, Manga Plus has reached its second most read month ever. In July 2023, Momiyama highlights One Piece's serialization resuming and Naruto's new one-shot, which reached close to 2 million worldwide views in a single week as the main reasons for the achievement. And let's keep it real, dog. It's just once again a testament to what that generation of Shonen Jump really stood for. Imagine if you added a third variable to that. It 100% would have been number one. If you added in another one of those Bleach No Breaths From Hell chapters and you had, you know, the Minato one shot, One Piece returning, and a new chapter of Bleach with that, you know, those one shots. It would have been number one, probably untouchable. And again, it's like, this is why titles like naruto and one piece continue to go on like one piece you know the anime manga still ongoing naruto they still dropping one shots they're continuing on with boruto despite some of the backlash it's had in its past they're still going with the time skip and people are going crazy for it right now i can only imagine these you know apps are really really thriving right now and a lot of it has to do with some of these older titles like don't get me wrong Jujutsu Kaisen is definitely bringing in the readers uh my hero to a degree I know in recent times it hasn't been flying off the page hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Just so to speak, but, you know, the newbies are definitely still bringing in the readers, but it, it's clear indication, like 2 million worldwide views in a single week for a Minato one-shot. Imagine if it was a full-blown Naruto manga, like, you know, continuing on after Boruto. Whenever Boruto ends, a new Naruto manga, what that could possibly mean, even if it was a monthly or if it was bi-weekly. Or by the time Boruto ends its run, let's keep it real. Let's just say Boruto ends within anywhere from three to seven years. What is AI going to be like? And how much of a utilization can that possibly be to mangaka that are maybe a little bit up there in age or getting older and don't necessarily want to jump into the weekly grind? They, they physically can't what Masashi Kishimoto would be able to do with AI even if it's just create storyboards and then he draws through the storyboards something like that by all means I'm, I'm not trying to indicate like yeah we, we should go with AI because I'm firm believer that yo real people doing real things is always going to be my preference and the better result in my opinion but either way yeah this is an indication that why Naruto continues to thrive why Naruto fans don't go away why One Piece continues to thrive why One Piece doesn't go away and imagine again if you had the big three and imagine if you had like a Dragon Ball special on top of oh my god the disgusting amount of viewership that that app would have had on that day if you just added in two more titles of a Bleach one shot and some type of Dragon Ball spinoff of sorts that people want to read not the superhero or you know any of that jazz I'm talking about like a full blown it, it would be insanity this would have been you know no Number one forever so yeah next time you sleep on no oh, why is naruto still having stuff and why is one piece still going this is why because we love naruto and one piece <laughs> you know what i'm saying like flat out and salute to uh, what you call it manga plus reaching these highs again there's a lot of newbies incoming but 
I don't think the newbies can really do what these big goliaths of titles can do when it's breaking damn near records like that. Moving forward, Mega Man fans. I know you're probably like, whoa, Mega Man fans, where they be at? Yes, Mega Man fans, I got a little piece of news for you that says here, Mega Man X Dive offline game will be launching on September 1st. Capcom, which, hey, this is an official thing, it's actually Capcom, announced on Friday that it will release Mega Man X Dive Offline, the offline version of its Mega Man X Dive, Rockman X Dive smartphone game on PC via Steam, iOS, and Android on September 1st. The game will cost $30 and there will be no in-game purchases. Okay, this kind of sounds like a milkage, and now that I'm reading the details a little more. The game launched in Japan for iOS and Android devices in October 2020 after first debuting in Taiwan and other Asian countries in march 2020 nebula joy released the game as Mega Man x dive in the u.s canada and uk and ireland in august 2021 and then in europe and latin america in november 2021 a version for pc via steam launched in september 2021 in asia and outside of asia in january 2022 the ios and android versions in asia and the pc version of rockman x dive will end service on september 27 there you go that's why nebula joy's global ios and android versions titled Mega Man x dive will remain online and Definitely, since it is a separate game according to the company. The game features characters from the Mega Man X series in a what-if scenario for the story. The game plays as a side-scroller and players can collect parts to enhance their character. First of all, I was sleeping because I had no idea or I forgot. I don't, I, maybe I did hear about this and I don't remember, but I didn't know about this game. But it makes sense that why they're going to put it out for like an actual purchase of like $29.99. Because it's not going to be online, but they know what the... Mega Man name, you know, commands or demands in terms of like fans will go out and buy that $30 game. But uh, how is that even going to work? Because a lot of these games that, you know, they're made with the idea of in-app purchases, like, are they going to make that? You know, it's a different way to get a lot of those, you know, items like by playing the game, but like different ways to obtain those items because these games are designed with those, you know, in-app purchases in mind oftentimes. So I'm curious how they're going to handle that aspect of like, yo, it was meant to be to get these items. That's going to be interesting. And I ain't going to lie. I'm glad that I was actually put on by talking about this because... I want to play this. I love Mega Man. I'm, from Mega Man Legends to Mega Man X to the original Mega Man, Mega Man and Base for the Game Boy, what was it, Game Boy SP, Game Boy Advance. Like, I've been a Mega Man fan for a long time. I absolutely love Mega Man, and I would love to play a new Mega Man game. So, okay, it's the iOS in Asia is going offline on September 27th. Either way, I'm playing this game one way or another. This sounds hype as hell. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, Mega Man fans, there you go. Moving forward, veteran Ghibli art director Nizo Yamamoto passes away due to cancer. Rest in peace. Uh, acclaimed anime art director Nizo Yamamoto passed away due to stomach cancer on Saturday, August 19th. He was 70 years old. A service will be held on August 27th at 11 a.m. in Hano City in Saitama Prefecture. His son Tako will be the chief mourner. Yamamoto was born in Goto City in Nagasaki Prefecture on June 27, 1953. He studied architecture at a high school in Gifu Prefecture. While studying at an art school in Tokyo, he began drawing background art for anime. He first worked as an art director on the Future Boy Conan television series with Hayao Miyazaki and Isao Takahata, the two directors who would later co-found Studio Ghibli. Yamamoto then served the same art director role on many of Ghibli's films, including La Puta, what the hell, La Puta, <laughs> Castle in the Sky, Grave of the Fireflies and Princess Mononoke. More recently, he contributed to the art of The Girl Who Left Through Time and Weathering With You. Yamamoto's signature style featured grand vistas with clouds that were both realistic yet 
Fanciful, which earned the fan nickname Nizo Gumo, literally Nizo Clouds. A nationwide touring museum exhibition of his works drew over 900,000 visitors. His hometown opened a museum in his honor under the name Clouds Over Goto, Nizo Yamamoto Art Museum in 2018. Between 2010 and 2021, Yamamoto drew Goto Hayake, an art collection depicting the landscapes of his birthplace. He was drawing a 120-page manga about a local Goto folktale up until just days before his passing. He was one page away from completing the manga before he passed away. Oh my god, that's so sad. That is tragic. I hope whatever it is, like, you know, can be resolved by somebody else because one page away? Jeez. Oh my god. Um, but, you know, rest in peace. You know, uh, that's a legend from Studio Ghibli, especially. Uh, condolences to the family. And yeah, it's, it's sad. Moving forward, One Piece live action series streams behind the scenes video. Netflix began streaming on Monday a behind the scenes video for the Hollywood live action series of Eiichiro Oda's One Piece manga. The video features comments from the main cast as well as the showrunner slash executive producers. The series will debut exclusively on Netflix on August 31st. The series soundtrack features the main theme Wealth, Fame, Power by songwriters, composers, and music producers Sonia Bellosova and Giona Ostinelli. The Witcher and they will launch on the same day. Original creator H.R. Oda who is serving as an executive producer stated in May that the series would not launch unless he is satisfied. He added that each and every entity involved is working in sync. The series will have 8 episodes as opposed to 10 episodes originally reported. And yeah, based off of the thing that they're saying, a lot of it really is them pushing forward that this is just like One Piece because they 100% are very aware that fans are looking like, yo, is it going to be bad? Is it going to be a horrible adaptation? Is it going to be Dragon Ball Evolution? So everything from these behind the scenes thing is, you know, the actors and some of the crew or whatever, uh, basically saying like, yo, it's just, you know, it got the soul of One Piece, dude. It's just like One Piece. I'm gonna keep it real. And I suggest everyone do the same. Until you watch this thing, don't make up your mind one way or another. Don't make up your mind that it's going to be bad because I know that's most people's minds as they want to jump to like, it's going to suck. It's going to be garbage. Oh, my God. Get that out of your mind. But also, don't be bamboozled into believing that this is going to be the greatest live action before seeing a single episode or based off of, you know, people that work for the production or in general fans that maybe get an early access to talk about it. You know, they watch it. They talk about it. Like, make your own judgment on this thing and go into it with zero expectations. That way you can come out and say, hey, I enjoyed this. Hey, I didn't enjoy this. But it'll be your opinion and it won't be swayed by either that voice in the back of your mind that yo anime live adaptations suck or hey these people are telling me that it's great so it's it's gotta be great like just go in there and experience it for yourself is the best thing because that's what i'm going to do i'm not going into there with any bias despite anything in the past we talked about or whatnot i'm not going in with a bias of it's going to be bad but i'm not going in with a bias that it's going to be good i'm going to go in there and judge it for myself i am excited i'm really hyped for dude that plays usopp he looks like he got that usopp energy I'm excited for a dude that plays Zoro. I feel like the casting was brilliant on that aspect. And the dude that plays Luffy is pretty dope too. So those are the three that are ringing me in of like, yo, I hope they do their thing. But we will see either way. Again, August 31st, wealth, fame, and power with One Piece live action. The long-awaited dog. I remember they announced this thing back in like 2017. It's been forever and a half. Let's see what happens here. Let's see if they break the live action curse or it's the end of it all. Because as I've stated before, if this thing tanks 
with every ounce of you know they're, they're micro marketing it they're over marketing it they're they're marketing it in every aspect they had it on the cover of weekly shonen jump the live action actor with the anime version of luffy like they've done everything possible to market this thing and make it a success down to even this kind of behind the scenes thing it felt like they were really like scripted to a degree of like each and every actor and crewmate are like yeah man it's just like one piece we talked with oda it has the spirit so they're doing everything possible to make this thing win if it wins Live actions are going to be coming out the wing-wang <laughs> for anime. If it bombs, I don't know. They might, Maybe they might actually fall back from trying to do live action adaptations for a long while. Like Hollywood and all of these other streaming services might be like, it, it just it, it won't work. It, it can't work because there's a lot of money involved in this one. There's a lot of time involved in this one and a lot of passion involved in this one. If that can't get it done, on top of Oda being involved every step of the way, nothing will. But again, let's just watch it and speak for ourselves, you know? Moving forward, One Piece Gintama Full Metal Alchemist creators draw Urusai Yasuda characters. 33 manga artists drew characters from Rumiko Takahashi's celebrated series in this week's weekly Shonen Sunday magazine. The Urusai Yasuda romantic comedy manga starring womanizer Ataru and his alien princess fiance Loom debuted 45 years ago. Yo, shout outs to the GOAT Rumiko Takahashi still drawing manga and she made a, a classic 45 years ago. That's insane. On August 30th, 1978, popular manga artists such as Eichiro Oda from One Piece, Gosho Aoyama from Detective Conan, Hiromu Arakawa from Fullmetal Alchemist, Hideaki Sorachi from Gintama, and more drew characters from the series. And right here, uh, okay, so for starters, I'm guessing that's Gintama because it has the little duck or penguin, I forget, wow, it has like a panda and, and, and uh, that duck character from Gintama, the panda is that, isn't that from Ranma One Half, which is another one of Rumiko Takahashi's works? So I'm guessing that that's the Gintama author that did that one. Um, then there's one of like a baby form of this character with like a horn on its side. I'm not sure who did that one. I can't really tell. Y'all let me know in the comments. I know y'all gonna be like, oh my god, how could you not tell this blah blah blah's art? But yeah, there's that one. Let's see here. There's another one of a girl with a white jacket. Again, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just and this is in hiragana all the writing. So I, I'm, my katakana game is on point. My hiragana game. And then there's another one of a girl uh, with horns, says 45, and she's like winking with one eye. Don't know. One of them got to be Oda, though, I'm sure. And the Gintama, well, at least we know the Gintama one. So then the other ones is just like, okay, which one is, maybe the lab coat one is Gosho Aoyama. I'm going to maybe say that maybe that's Gosho Aoyama because, which is Detective Conan, because Detective Conan, they be with them lab coats and shit. I might be totally off. And I'm like, the lab coats, that's the connection. But yeah, I'm going to maybe bet on that one. One, and maybe Hiromu Arakawa did the winking one or the baby one who knows I might be off but yo shout outs to hold on Romiko Takahashi thank you for your service to the arts for your service to creatives like yo 45 years ago this was created and this woman is still going still drawing her heart out god bless her man that's beautiful bro like living legend right there you know i always give props to hiromashima because he is a goat and he is current right now you know busting his butt doing a million and one things rumiko takahashi has never folded on whether it was inuyasha her biggest hit or it was anything else that she's been doing she's been still going strong i think her current manga right now is mao like yo we're, we're like 
50 years into her career and she's still hot with it like shout outs to Rumiko Takahashi moving forward just a little Jujutsu Kaisen update uh, regarding some gear that they're putting out there says Jujutsu Kaisen anime second season brings Shibuya to Uniqlo this month that slick Gojo and Ghetto drip will be available to wear starting this Friday from Uniqlo stores across Japan with the release of the second season, UT Apparel from the Jujutsu Kaisen TV anime season. The looks and the calls were inspired by not only the first arc of the season, but also the second. And some of the looks we got, okay, let's see, a shorty with the red hair with a blue shirt with Gojo and Ghetto. I ain't gonna lie, it kind of looks cool. You can tell there's a crap ton of photoshop to make this thing look even better and there's the dude in the train station with the shibuya tokyo shirt doesn't look like something that i'm like oh i need that right now then there's a group shot of the blonde haired dude with i think that's a gojo shirt the one dude with the purple shirt what is that on the shirt oh that's toji on the shirt okay i ain't gonna lie it's like it looks all right then there's one more uh right here that i have of a bunch of other different shirts again there's the gojo on the all white shirt there is the promo poster for season two, both promo posters on a white and a black shirt. It looks okay. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not like, oh my god, I need it right now, but alongside the designs, a virtual Shibuya experience based on the next anime arc has been released on the website for the collaboration, letting you wander among the streets that will become very important to the crew of Tokyo Jujutsu High. The UT Jujutsu Kaisen designs will be going on sale within Japan on August 25th for $10.30 each. That's not bad. The Jujutsu Kaisen anime second season started on July 6th. Crunchyroll is streaming both the first season of the MAPPA-produced anime alongside the anime film Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. And uh, yeah, we already know that, but yeah. Uh, the gear looks cool, I guess. I'm eh. moving forward. Live spectacle Naruto final chapter releases new visuals featuring Naruto and Sasuke. General sales of the tickets will begin this Saturday. The official website for the live spectacle Naruto stage play series has posted two additional visuals for its forthcoming final chapter entitled Live Spectacle Naruto, the Shinobi Way of Life, featuring Masaki Nakao as Naruto Uzumaki and Ryuji Sato as Sasuke Uchiha. And we got one poster right here uh, or one image of Naruto with his eyes closed. I ain't gonna lie, that looks really dope. That looks really, really cool with the backgrounds. I've been to stage plays when I was much younger. I've never been to an anime stage play but by golly these things look so freaking cool i really wish they would bring them over here at some given point because i think stage plays from my experience as, as a kid they were freaking awesome such a really dope experience and i couldn't imagine adding to that experience that i've had uh the stuff that i love which is you know anime and manga related things or just in general anything that you love as a stage play would probably be a phenomenal experience so we got that naruto one then we got sasuke with the eyes closed and a bunch of visuals behind him oh god orochimaru get your arm off of him what are you doing no I wonder who's going to play Itachi. <laughs> the stage play adaptation project based on Masashi Kishimoto's internationally popular action manga series launched in 2015. The final chapter depicts the final battle between Madara Uchiha and Obito Uchiha who have revived the Ten Tails to realize the infinite Sukuyomi, Naruto Uzumaki who is struggling to stop their plan, and the allied Shinobi force. The play's recent main character members include Masaki Nako as Naruto Uzumaki, Ryuji Sato as Sasuke Uchiha, Yui Ito as Sakura Haruno, Yuki Kimizawa as Kakashi Hatake, Ryo Kitazono as Minato Namikaze, and Seijiro Nakamura as Madara Uchiha, reprising the roles for the last time. Akiko Kodama, who has worked on the project since its launch, writes and directs the final chapter. General sales of the tickets will begin on August 26th. That is so dope. Imagine from 2015 on playing these roles, and you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a whole different experience in and of itself that 
people don't really because unfortunately we don't get to experience these things they don't really come to the west like that people don't talk about like the stage play adaptations like i, I really want to meet at least one anime fan that says oh dude the stage play adaptation clears the anime like or clears the manga like i need that fan if you are that fan out there that maybe you watch all the stage plays online or something or maybe you're in japan you're one of those people that you know you're experiencing it all and you're out there in japan please tell me you're out there that you prefer stage play adaptations i don't care what series it is you prefer it to the anime or the manga i need to meet that person here's another poster of naruto and sasuke clashing my god the photoshop is on point there and in general yeah the final chapters of the stage play of naruto it's, it's coming i wonder if they're gonna do boruto stage plays after the fact that would be interesting i mean i know boruto is not as beloved and as popular but you never know. Moving forward, Ron Komonohashi Deranged Detective Anime reveals new trailer and premiere date. In case you don't know, that's the upcoming anime from the creator of Katekyo Hitman Ribbon. Like, yeah, that, that, that creator. A bunch of new details came through for the Ron Komonohashi Deranged Detective Anime, which is on the way to adapt the manga of the same name by Akira Amano. The series began narrowed down to an October 2nd, 2023 premiere, and info on the ending theme song was revealed along with a new trailer. The ending theme song was Japanese rock band Hawk Raw B performing lip sync. As for the previously announced voice cast, you can hear a sample of Yohei Azakami as Ron Komonohashi, Junya Enoki as Totomaru, Ishiki, and Yoko Hikasa as Detective Amamiya in the video below. It's based on the manga by Kiromano. Ron Komonohashi is being directed by Shota Ibata. The Saint's magic power is omnipotent at Studio Diomedia. I don't know this studio, to be honest with you. With series composition by Wataru Watari, who did my teen romantic comedy, Snafu. I heard Snafu was pretty enjoyable. Yeah, so it doesn't seem like this is the most notable studio. And it's unfortunate that since Katekyo hit Mary Born, Akira Mano's works haven't really gotten the most love with like the big studios or anything like that. But I'm interested. I'm interested. I, I like the idea of, you know, Akira Mano going into a different route opposed to just another battle series like yo this looks a little bit more mature and i'm excited for it i'm going to check this anime out moving forward we got another story on jojo's bizarre adventure jojo's bizarre adventure originally wanted giorno to be a vampire Giorno Giovanna was one of the most unique Joe stars in the long line of protagonists in Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. The wielder of gold experience was able to be a protagonist thanks to being the son of Dio Brando, whose head sat atop the body of Jonathan Joestar thanks to the wild conclusion of Phantom Blood. Despite being the son of the series' biggest villain, Giorno had next to nothing in common with his father, but that almost wasn't the case thanks to an editor responsible for the manga. As Jojo fans know, Dio Brando was transformed into a vampire during the events of Phantom Blood. Spoiler alert! <laughs> thanks to the mysterious stone mask. With the antagonist making a comeback in Stardust Crusaders, Golden Wind introduced his son Giorno, who had never met his villainous father. Rather than holding a grudge to the Joe stars that came before, like his dear old dad, Giovanna spent his time attempting to make Italy a better place to live. In order to do this, Giorno made a goal of overtaking the Pachon Mafia and was ultimately successful, but not without some major losses in the process. Since the conclusion of Giorno Giovanna's adventures, he hasn't returned to the main series, but based on the Jojo lands, any Joe star might make a comeback. In a recent an unearthed interview, editor Hiroshi Sekiya discussed how close Giorno almost was to becoming a creature of the night like his dear old dad. 
Theo's body belongs to Jonathan, so he is part of the Joestar family. In our initial meetings, we also discussed aspects of him being the child of a vampire, such as making him afraid of sunlight, or perhaps he would tingle when exposed to it. Araki-sensei also likes jokes, so we had a lot of those kind of tidbits in the character sheets. The last thing I'd like to mention is that he wanted the protagonist to be a woman. Wow, so Araki wanted to go for a woman character, and he didn't get his wish until, or woman lead, you know, woman Jojo until part 6. Seki also discussed the creation of Giorno in general, and how Araki initially struggled with finding a way to place the manga in Italy. From the get-go, we wanted the story to take place in Italy. However, the protagonist had to be part of the Joestar family, so even Araki-sensei wasn't sure how to make it work at first. I jokingly asked him if he wanted to have Joseph have yet another affair, but we both ultimately decided that'd be a terrible idea. Oh my god, Joseph, no more affairs! <laughs> Oh, snap. And yeah, honestly, I think they made the right call not making him a vampire creature of the night. I think everything worked out pretty well. I'm a big fan of Part 5. Um, so yeah, I'm not mad at them not going down that route. But that's interesting to note that that was on the table. And also, they jokingly were thinking like, yo, maybe this is Joseph. He spread his seed yet again in another place. Like, Joseph, you wild, wild boy. Stop it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Moving forward, Adult Swim announces global expansion plans. It looks like Adult Swim is about to get a bit bigger. After the late night program announced plans to expand its time slot stateside, a new report has gone live about its international presence. It turns out Adult Swim is making a long-awaited return to Latin America, and it will be available 24-7 for subscribers. According to a new info by Adult Swim, the brand is expanding itself internationally to include Latin America. The premium program will be open to paying customers who add the channel to their TV bundle. When accessed, the Adult Swim channel will stream content 24 7 so you can keep up with all things entertainment the pay to watch channel will launch in latin america starting this october at this point no specific tv schedule is available for the channel but we do know the program will be extensive aside from adult swims hits like rick and morty this latin america program will feature a div- diverse array of warner brothers discovery content fans will have 24 hour access to a steady stream of content including konic animated series that have earned the attention of passionate fans globally adults from shared in addition it will have exclusive content featuring dc comic heroes and villains the tsunami block with its exciting anime offerings that are gaining more and more popularity in latin america and the entire warner play universe including gameplay and geek culture news clearly adult swim is ready to expand its reaches and latin america is a great place to start the late night program is known for its edgy animated titles and tsunami's grip on anime is only becoming more valuable as the medium itself becomes more popular starting in october fans in latin america will get to see how adult swim feels at long last as for fans of adult swim in the united states the program is also gaining steam shows like rick and morty have turned the cartoon network edition into a bold hit not long ago reports confirmed adult swim's time slot will be expanding to feature a classic portion of Cartoon Network's throwbacks including the Powerpuff Girls, Dexter's Laboratory, and more. So if you haven't seen what Adult Swim is about these days, you better take a peek. And yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I think that would be a good move to bring that over here. You know what I'm saying? Just constantly have that if you buy the Adult Swim channel, you can always have stuff, especially like imagine having Toonami every day. Again, obviously things are different now. People have access to all those shows on a wide variety of different places. Like you can go to you know Netflix and watch the entire season or something. But there's still something about having that programming put together of like imagine every day you got from like 
three to seven just these shows and you know you set it around your schedule you don't got to really think too much other than oh shit at, you know three to seven i got four hours of some great cartoons that i want to watch so i think that's cool still for people that enjoy that aspect and yeah it's a dope move that they're trying out in latin america i'd imagine if it is a success they will probably bring it over to like you know western territories and whatnot so we will see but sounds like a decent move and something that they're giving a try i, I like it Moving forward, Dragon Ball Super reveals a secret behind Saiyan aging. Dragon Ball asks its fans to suspend disbelief a fair bit. After all, the Shonen series is littered with fantastical tropes, but fans always seem to hang up on smaller details. For instance, the issue of Saiyan aging has sparked debate time and time again. Now a new Dragon Ball Super update is out and it sheds light on part of the process. The whole thing comes courtesy of Dragon Ball Super Chapter 96. It is there the series continues its take on the superhero arc, Orange Piccolo takes on the Red Ribbon Army androids, and the fight ends in a shaky truce. Before long, Goten and Trunks arrive on the scene and it is there piccolo notes how the pair have grown they shot up like weeds since i last saw them the namekian admits gohan then steps in and he drops a bit of first-hand saiyan knowledge we saiyans tend to remain short until we grow up all at once gohan says and if you look back at the dragon ball franchise you will realize this is very true yeah goku he was a tiny little you know little guy up until like the last arc of dragon ball then all of a sudden he became the goku we know now gohan was a little guy and then you fast forward to the great saiyan man arc where he goes from like what 9 to 16 and wham he's big so goten and trunks kind of sprouting up like that it does make sense Back in the day, the original Dragon Ball anime focused on Goku as a little kid, and a single time skip turned him into a full-blown adult. Dragon Ball Z saved Gohan a better transition from kid to teen and then adult, but Dragon Ball Super opted out of that. After all, the series kept Goten and Trunks little for way too long than anyone expected, and they only entered their teen phases in Dragon Ball's latest arc. The two kids are in high school now, so their older looks are very appropriate, but there was no period of transition. It seems Saiyans shoot up at random, and now Gohan has confirmed that. The race shoots up in stature at different maturity points, and given how long Goten took to age, the timeline is most likely variable. We also know from Goku and Vegeta that Saiyans stay in their prime for decades once they enter their adult form. Goku looks the same now as he did in the end of Dragon Ball despite his age. At the start of Dragon Ball Super manga, Goku confirms with Vegeta that Saiyans are in their prime until they hit 80, but that may not apply to our gang. After all, series creator Kira Toriyama once admitted Saiyans age slowly compared to humans. So yeah, it's been confirmed that Saiyans, the reason why Goten and Trunks were tiny for so long is that they kind of just one day they're little and then out of nowhere wham you're big so there you go moving forward slam dunk creator addresses sequel rumors the first slam dunk was nothing to sneeze at when it came to the anime film's box office receipts hitting theaters in japan last year and theaters in north america this summer the toy animation movie has pulled in over 250 million dollars making it quite the success despite the major box office a second film has yet to be confirmed though the creator of slam dunk takahiko inoue recently took the opportunity to address sequel rumors and the work that went into bringing the sports anime franchise back to the silver screen despite the fact that the first slam dunk arrived in japanese theaters in 2022 it has remained a fixture on the big screen in japan since with its theatrical run aiming to end at the end of this month in japan inoue was a part of a recent event where he discussed many aspects of the film including the making of it before the film's release i just wanted to finish it i just wanted to do everything i could to make the film even a little better the staff was also full of people doing their best Inoue addressed the recent sequel rumors by bypassing the question entirely and not confirming one way or another. If I said there will be a sequel or said there wouldn't be one, wouldn't that statement tie me down? Like if I say there will be one and there isn't, that'd be bad. And if I said there won't be one, then even if I feel like drawing one, I won't be able to. So I'm not going to say anything right now. The Sam Dunk crit, which means that they haven't approached him about it yet, but they, they, they're going to. This thing was way too successful for an older IP. 
They're going to. The Sam Dunk creator also took the chance to discuss how the movie would only be complete when anime fans had the opportunity to see it. Even though the movie was completed, a film has no value unless the audience sees it. A film is truly complete when the audience sees it, when it has been conveyed to each and every one of them. The same is true for manga. So I hope that happened. And yeah, basically he hasn't confirmed either way, but you can imagine that it's going to happen. Yeah, there's too much money involved. It made a lot, so... Okay, people, let's slow it down and take a look at the Weekly Shonen Jump author comments. No Weekly Shonen Magazine this week. We got Blue Box Koji Miura. When I have color pages, I eat whatever I want while working. I'm gonna gain weight. Yay. Me and Roboko Shuhei Miyazaki. The collaboration between Asakishokodu and Detarame Bento cracked me up so much. Rakai Rai Hoho. I have no idea what he's talking about, but shoutouts to dude. Undead unlocks Yoshifumi Tezuka. I'm using the Pokemon Sleep app. Sleep is so important. I hope I learn a lot. Witch Watch Kento Shinohara. Jackie vs. Benny Ulrich. Kedes in Wheels on Meals is an awesome fight that I have to watch often. Hiro Oda creator of One Piece. I went to one of my favorite places, Kenko Land, for the first time in a while. They have it all. So fun. I love hearing Oda getting out of that damn room once in a while. Shout out to Oda. We got Kill Blue, Tadatoshi Fujimaki, aka author of Kurokono Basket. I ordered from Hanamaru Udon, but my hand slipped and I dropped the Tempera Flakes. Despair. I'm talking about old days, Yuto Suzuki. I'm watching YouTube on my TV while watching YouTube shorts on my phone. Why? Jujutsu Kaisen's Gege Akutami. The past arc in the anime was awesome, so check it out if you haven't already. Oh, we checked it out, dog. That shit was incredible. Akanebanashi's Yuki Suenaga. Thanks to my wife's special education my son stops crying when he hears snowman okay my hero academia is called Horikoshi. it should be a requirement that manga artists are shown how much fun and joy the young boys and girls are having at the jump victory carnival that's cool yeah yeah shout outs to i mean they deserve it they deserve whatever they want man they go through hell martial master asumi kawada i was teaching my daughter how to ride a bike when we got soaked by a sudden downpour well that was fun too man this is a sad one here we go yuki tabata author black clover goodbye to my happy hell to everyone who helped me and the fans thank you so much wow that speaks volumes to call it happy hell this man was not happy at this point for a while now drawing shonen jump you know being in this rigorous schedule i I doubt it's the drawing part i doubt it's you know i'm sure he loves his manga i'm sure he loves that he was able to get in there to call it to say goodbye to my happy hell i'm so happy that tabata is moving forward in this next chapter in his life because if he felt that that was hell (laughs) that speaks a lot as to where his mind was at with all of this stuff and what it was doing to him and you know after a long time you know not everybody wants to be doing the same stuff for a million years congrats to him escaping his happy hell so to speak i'm wow that's a very loaded one i ain't gonna lie loaded loaded goodbye and Again, one more time, thank you for everything, Tabata. You brought so much joy to us for so many years, and I'm happy for you, homie. You escaped. The Elusive Samurai, Yusei Matsui. I'm fine with just randomly seeing someone driving a supercar on the street. I appreciate getting suddenly excited every now and then. Mission Yozakura Family's Hitsuji Gandaira. I'm an idiot who takes a sleep supplement so big that it gets stuck in my throat and then I can't sleep. <laughs> New Year's Exorcist, Kota Kawai. I take Nato and chopped up Iburigako, put some sesame oil on it, and then wrap it with some Korean seaweed, okay? Cypher Academy, Nisio Eason. We were able to get to 100 ciphers. Thanks to all of you. Thank you. 
Tenmaku Cinema, Yuto Sukuda, aka one of the creators of Shokugeki no Soma Food Wars. Passion for Punchlines was amazing. I had it playing in the background all week to get me hyped up. I said, Gil Ikuo Hachia. I asked my friend to help me out as an assistant, and it turns out they know my current assistant. What a small industry. Fabrican 100, Daisuke, and Oshima. I realized I have a window facing the Sumida River, so I went over to open it and watched the fireworks, but the view was blocked by an apartment building. <laughs> Poor dude. And uh, lastly, Do Retry by Jun Kirarazaka. When I was young, I used a cicada shaking to see how fast it could press a button on a video game controller. I easily beat Takahashi Meijin's record. Alrighty then. Oh no, there's one more actually. The Ichinose Family Deli Sins Tizen 5. It's the season when ice cream is delicious. Please enjoy chapter 37. Oh god. Alright. <laughs> yeah, people, those were the weekly Shonen Jump author comments. Always a treat. And let's wrap this bad boy up with the top 50 best-selling manga of the week, courtesy of Jose underscore K. And we got 50 through 41. We start off with Ra- Record of Ragnarok, Volume 19, and 25 Days, 161K. Uh, Record of Ragnarok sales have gone down. Uh, I'll definitely say that. They're not as big as they used to be, like, even two to three years ago. Oshinoko Volume 1, 15.6 this week, 806K total. Big, big stuff. T- uh, Tomodachi Game, Volume 23, 6 days on sale, 16.4K. I ain't gonna lie, man. I was so hyped for that anime. That anime was so disappointing to me. Like, I remember watching it and thinking, oh, man, yo, I can't wait to finish this. Uh, like, that first episode had me kind of hyped. I'm gonna talk about this. And when I finished it, I was like, oh, that was Tomodachi Game. Okay. Jujutsu Kaisen Volume 22, 18.1K this week, 1.48 total thus far. With that awesome cover of Maki. We got at number 39, Dragon Quest Dino Daibouken Yusha Avan Togoken no Mao. Volume 8 in 10 days, 41.6k. At 37, Witch Watch Volume 12, 10 days, 39.5k with 19.3k this week. Let's see here, Akane Banashi Volume 7, 16 days on sale. 41.5 total with 19.6 this week. Blue Lock Volume 25, 20.2 this week with 315.7 total. Let's carry on. We got 30 through 21. Made in Abyss Volume 12 in 14 days, 116K. Shout outs to Made in Abyss. Fairy Tale 100 Years Quest Volume 15 in 6 days, 24K. Still selling big. That's crazy. Kingdom Volume 69 in 26 days, 512.6K. With 28 this week. God, Yoamushi Pedal still going. 85 volumes. Jeez Louise. In 6 days, 28.8. Not bad. Not bad at all. <laughs> Oshino, oh, okay. Black Butler Volume 33. In 18 days, uh, 192K with 28 this week. Oshinoko Volume 12. Man, Oshinoko's explosion has been insane. In 26 days, 378K. Places 20 through 11. Don to Don at number 18, volume 11, in 10 days, 64K. Don to Don sales are still really good. I can't wait for that anime announcement in that trailer. That's going to be a big one. Let's see here. We got One Piece, volume 106, 35K this week, 100 or 1.5 total thus far. Not bad, not bad. Then we got top 10, top 10, top 10, top 10, top 10. At number 9, Blue Box, Volume 11 in 10 days, 80k. Great, great sales. I ain't gonna lie, that that series is not really talked about a lot, but it's pretty successful. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen's latest Volume 23, 43.6k this week, bringing his total to 1.179. Dragon Ball Super Volume 21 in 10 days, 117k with 58k. So it's not too bad of a dip. I mean, it was banging crazy, 
with the last volume, or not the last volume, the volume before we went into this recap and all this Goten and Trunk stuff. But yeah, you can see a, a noticeable dip. Number three, Chainsaw Man's latest volume in 10 days, 259k with 110k this week. Not bad at all, not bad at all. Kaiju number eight, volume 10 in 10 days, 246k. Definitely a little bit of a decline in Kaiju number eight, I've noticed, man. I remember a few years back, Kaiju number eight was doing like four or 500,000 in like 10 days. So still incredible sales, but I have noticed it a decrease. And then at number one, which I'm shocked, is Drifters. I think that's from the same author of Helsing, uh, volume seven. So there's not even that much Drifters out, even though they did an anime. In four days, 150K. Yo, Drifter fans, they still waiting, baby. They still, still waiting. Shout out to Drifters and, you know, again, the author of Helsing. Yeah, people, that was the top 50 best selling manga of the week, courtesy of Joe's underscore cat. Good stuff. And that's all I have for this one. I'm Tim Roosevelt. Thanks for watching. Have an awesome day. Peace in. And you guys just watched another episode of Whatever News. While I'm leaving, don't forget to check out my album, The Rise of Tim Roosevelt. The pin top comment will take you straight to the album on YouTube, but you can also stream it on all streaming platforms. It got really, really dope music for healing, for growth, for people that are trying to get to that next level in life with a positive mindset. I got you covered. The Rise of Tim Roosevelt out now go stream it thank you so much have a blessed day and uh yeah for never news we did another one baby let's go to the outro chris take him to the outro yeah this is for my day one my day one this is for my day one my day one like to thank each and every person that has taken time to listen and provide feedback for my new album that is out right now the rise of tim roosevelt you can listen to it on spotify itunes apple music pretty much anywhere you get your music you can listen to it link in the description below so you could go check it out for yourself thank you so much and let's keep on rocking out you know